Hi, everybody. My name is Dr. Clayton Johnson. I'm with Carthage Veterinary Service, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to this edition of Swine Doc Pod with Carthage, brought to you by SwineWeb.com. And I want to give a big thanks to Mr. Jim Eady um, and his team at SwineWeb who have helped us to put these podcasts together and, and help this fairly uh, technically illiterate person uh, actually get these things recorded and get them posted. We've, uh, for the first four modules, done some interviews with our veterinarian team, kind of talking to them about uh, hot topics in the, the veterinary, the swine veterinary world. Um, we're going to take a little bit of a different approach with this podcast, and uh, hopefully this is one of many podcasts on this topic. One of the things that, that our business has some uh, unique insight to is wean pig pricing. And uh, specifically, I'm, I'm joined today by Mr. Steve Tuhill, who is, among other things, my resident expert on wean pig pricing. And Steve and I are going to try to get together um, no more frequently than weekly, but you know, as often as we can to discuss what's going on with wean pig prices and help give pig producers out there some sort of insight into what it means for their business, what we're seeing, what we're hearing, and hopefully they can take some actions to help improve their bottom line. Steve, thank you very much for being willing to, to join me on this adventure. Um, and if you would, why don't you give the audience a little bit of background about yourself? What, what's your, your role with the Carthage team and, and uh, what, what gives you insight into wean pick pricing? Yeah, thank you, Dr. Johnson. Um, I appreciate the kind words and, and look forward to working with you going forward uh, week to week on this and, and feel that we can uh, make an impact uh, with, with our clients uh, and the rest of the industry um, talking through the wean pig pricing and, and how that's structured and, and what the availability looks like and hopefully give some guys some guidance for them to take back home and, and use on a realistic uh, standpoint. So my background um, um, uniquely, I uh, actually started out um, managing sow farms and then switched to a wean to market system. Um, when I got to the wean to market system, I had the fortunate privilege of working with you there, Dr. Johnson, and, and yeah. uh, that relationship. Old, old um, habits die hard, don't they? It, old habits die hard. You got me married off there and, and uh, got me into the veterinarian world on that side of it, too. So I think uh, I think a lot of good things started there. So um, so that, that really got me um, on on looking at a lot of the financials on wean pigs and, and the finishing side of the business. Um, transitioning over, I've been at Carthage now for about four, a little over four years. Um, and I'm the business development manager there. I'm in a really unique spot uh, being business development manager for Carthage because not only on the wean pig sales, um, <clears throat> we also get to uh, do a lot on sow shares and see that side of the business. Um, so you, you kind of have the, the demand on one side and then the take on the other side and then it works back and forth. Um, so it gives me a pretty good perspective of both sides of, uh, of that wean, you know, where they're getting produced from and, and what, the, what the demand for them uh, going forward is going to look like. Steve, as I understand it, there's kind of like a routine weekly cycle with the wean pig pricing that um, is fairly heavily dependent on a report that gets put out every Friday that gives producers some um, insight into what wean pigs are trading for. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, that report, what we get out of it, and then all the other, oh, I guess, kind of schedule components to a producer who wants to keep up to speed on, on wean pig prices? What information's out there and when does it become available? Yeah, so Friday afternoons, it's, it's the USDA feeder pig report. Um, is what it's called. It comes out every Friday afternoon, roughly around two o'clock in the afternoon. 
um, information like anything. It's it's as legit as the information being reported. So I know I know there are uh, in, independent producers out there that um, have seen skewed information before, and I'd tell you that um, that's why we got to look at averages and not highs and lows. And we look at that, and that's and that's kind of where we get our basis from. Um, there's two components to this report. One's going to be on the wean pigs, and the second is going to be on feeder pigs. Um, so the primarily we use the wean pigs as we don't usually have a lot of feeder pigs for sale in our system, um, but we can use that for a gauge as, as needed. Uh, so on the wean pig pricing, um, it's broke down into a couple different categories on the size of groups that are sold and then a to total composite um, number that's sold. Um, and, and a lot of times we'll use that 1200 or more because most of our groups are 1200 or more um, on, as we negotiate those prices. One thing to take, take in mind when you're looking at this report, you do have the highs, you do have the lows, and you have your, your report average. So uh, when you look at it, you got to look at the health components and the quality of pig component that goes into that report. So obviously your low side is going to be your lesser quality pig. Your high side is going to be your triple negatives and terminal crosses. And then anywhere in that middle is kind of where we're going to land at to get, uh, uh, you know, and the health statuses in between. Um, so each each individual is going to look for a little something different than what they're hunting for. Um, I know most of the time for us, I would say that uh, you know uh, you know I mean we're a company that has has uh, several veterinarians in it, so we strive for health and and uh, and a quality big pig going out the door. So when we look at that, we're usually pushing the upper side of that because we are actually selling a high quality pig going out the door with that. So that component has got to be factored in as, as we're looking at pigs at, in the Carthage system. As we're buying pigs and brokering pigs for others and trying to find those, um, you know, somebody may be willing to have a, a little, little less health, uh, a little less ability to keep a pig healthy um, mm -hmm. and, and buy a lesser, a lesser pig for a cheaper price because sure. they have a isolated site or they have they have a system that that it really doesn't matter so we use that as a gauge um a lot of times at usda report um you'll go in your, your triple negatives and 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 terminal cross pigs or duroxired or maybe open pen gestation pigs those are all going to be factored into those bonuses on that top end and I would assume, Steve, that the, you know, the report gives you information on the size of the group, meaning just the number of pigs that got sold in the transaction, right? So kind of a small group of wean pigs up to a bigger group of wean pigs. Um, but, you know, all that information about what are the what are the different qualities of pigs from a health status perspective, from a genetics perspective, from a wean age perspective, all those things that drive quality. I would imagine a lot of that is just individual conversations to figure out where those tiers between the high and the low are actually at. Is that fair? Absolutely. And, and I would always recommend, um, no matter who your vet is, obviously, we'd love to say, hey, every Carthage vet out there has got availability and time to take on more clients. But but realistically, um, whatever vet you're using, um, in our system, we always recommend doing a vet to vet. Let's get that health status uh, nailed down, make sure it's a right fit. And, yep. and having those one on one conversations between the veterinarians is yep. going to confirm what that health is. I think that's so important, Steve. Like you, you've mentioned triple negative several times, and that's one of the things you always hear when it comes to selling wean pigs, right? The first question I always ask a vet in the vet to vet is, well, what three are you triple negative for? <laughs> right? You know, because I mean, some people throw APP in there, right? You know, sure. some people throw flu in there. It's, I think, you know, PERS and, and MICO are kind of generally understood maybe that they're in there, but there's some variation on what that definition means. And some of that terminology stuff may seem like semantics to producers, you know, that, well, these 
two vets talking, they're just wasting time on the vet to vet, right? But I can assure you that some of the jargon and, and silly uh, classification schemes we're talking about help us get our head around not only the value of the pigs, but do they fit in with our system, right? If we got other pigs on the farm, you know, if, if we're close to a sow farm or something like that, we got to take that into consideration. Yeah, absolutely. And and especially with the health of the industry this last year, this is, I think, getting more and more taken taken advantage of doing these vet to vets and, and finding the right fit. And and I actually with pig availability not being as as uh, readily as what it had been, I think uh, guys are actually willing to come off that triple negative piece and say, OK, I can live with a yeah. purse stable pig or I can live yeah. with you know, a uh, post PED break pig. Um, yeah. and, and we're, and we're seeing that a lot. Um, and, and the prices are reflecting that. Yeah. Yeah. And so Steve, the report comes out on Friday at two o'clock. Does the report generate any immediate action or is it just kind of a new, you know, a spot on the chart for us to put up there, but you know, it's more kind of Monday activity or something like that that really picks up in terms of wean pig sales. Yeah, so so uh, we sell a lot of pigs. Um, we'll use a USDA report the week prior to shipping. So guys that are buying pigs next Monday, um, they look at this Friday's report and say, okay, this is where we're at. So yep. it was USDA plus four bucks or six bucks or yep. whatever whatever that negotiated number was for the group that it is. And so uh, a lot of times we'll see as things nudge up, um, it's amazing. I even get other brokers calling and saying, wow, were you the high on the report or were, you know, where was, you know, who had the high this week? And, and we're sharing that information back and forth amongst each other as well and understanding the gauge and the need of those pigs. Um, and usually that afternoon, um, the guys that, the guys that were hoping that it went down and seeing that it went up, they're usually calling Friday afternoon, not wanting to wait another week. Okay. Um, and then you have the other, the other end of it of the guys that, you know, Hey, it went down. So eh, we're not going to make a decision right now. We're going to wait till next week. See if it um, goes back up. It does. And, and, and the futures market plays a lot in that. Um, as guys get nervous, as futures go up and futures go down, um, the, you know, they'll try locking in prices based on the USDA. Is there a best time of the week in general to buy on wean pigs? I mean, does it, does it matter? Do you see a typical trend of prices going up and down throughout the week? Yeah, it, ironically, midweek pigs for me are usually the higher selling pigs. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of times, and and they're also the lowest selling pigs, I guess it's a double-edged sword, because what happens is if, if you start the week really, really strong, or you start the week really, really weak um, in the market influence, um, that Wednesday sale is going to about, about do everything. The other, the other component of that, you're always trying to get the next week's pigs sold. Mm -hmm. um, anything beyond Wednesday, we would consider what a fire sale would be. So yeah. we're really trying to close the books on those those pigs a week prior to them selling. So there, there could be a fire sale on Thursday or Friday, but if you really need pigs, there may not be a fire sale. It or could be a fire or sale, there may be no pigs you got to pay up for. Exactly. And, and and we've had guys that, you know, not made decisions, not made decisions. Um, and they paid, they paid a couple of dollars more for those pigs and a couple of dollars doesn't sound like much, but on a 5,000 head group, it's, it's the trucking bill. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Steve, tell us about the wean pig market currently, right? You know, wean pigs today are selling into very profitable market hog market. So I'd assume that the wean pig market's in good shape, but what are you hearing? What are you seeing? 
Yeah, so I love this time of year selling wean pigs. Um, your phone your constantly rings. We know we're going to go into June, July, and August, you know, with really good markets, or May, June, July, and a part of August when really good markets. This year looks tremendously well. Um, everything that you see on that, I think it's definitely there. Um, hearing different health breaks in the, in the industry that um, with the availability of wean pigs, whether PD or PERS, um, I think we've seen both early this year and, and you know, coming into this fall and then and, and winter. Um, I just don't, my personal opinion is I don't, I don't see the availability of good, clean wean pigs being as stable as what it had been. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is driving prices up. Uh, this week's USDA was around uh, 65 bucks to 64.50, um, something like that at the end of the week. Um, with pigs getting negotiated clear as high as I think 70 bucks or 71 bucks last week. Um, and I think that's going to continue to get higher because of the, the demand for those pigs is there and, and the availability of these pigs are not there. Um, we have several thousands of pigs on order if we can find the pigs um, in or out of our system today. Um, it's just a matter of trying to find the pigs and, and the connections that we have. Yep. Understood. Well, Steve, I thank you very much for, for the background information and then kind of the, uh, uh, the, the up-to-date on what's going on right now. Anything else you want to share for folks that are either selling or buying wean pigs to be thinking about as they look through the next week and maybe another update uh, from us next week? Absolutely. Well, Greedy Steve says, if you're selling wean pigs, give me a call and let's let's help you out. <laughs> um, we, we got a home for them. So uh, give me a holler and uh, and we'll, we'll get together uh, on the buying side of it. Um, the biggest the biggest take home on this guys have barns they are going to fill barns. If you're not on a long term wean pig agreement um, and you're buying spot pigs or you're just trying to fill in groups because of flows got pushed one direction or the other or a health break in your system and you got to segregate segregate or something like something to such. Um, just know who you're buying the pigs from. Um, mm-hmm. We're in a really, really fortunate situation with, with uh, the pigs that we sell through our own system um, mm-hmm. because you're truly negotiating directly with the South Farm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I guess I'd, I'd rather leave a dollar or two dollars in your pocket versus give it to somebody else. Yep. Um, so less we can little bit that, involved. Absolutely. And, and, uh, and, and, when you're dealing directly at South Farm too, there's no third parties. Um, and, and then, you know, if, uh, it's the pig industry, so it's not if it's when there's a hiccup. So sure. if there, if, or when there's a hiccup, um, we're dealing directly together because, you know, we manage the South Farm. So, yeah. um, so my, my thing is, is just, uh, make sure that you trust your sources, um, do your vet to vets, protect your own herd health, um, and just get comfortable with who you're buying pigs from. Very good. And if uh, folks did want to get a hold of you, Steve, what's uh, what's your email address so they could reach out to you? Yes. So my email address is S2L. So S-T-O-O-H-I-L-L at hogvet.com. Um, and my phone number would be 515-979-1999. Very good. Thank you, Steve. Uh, appreciate you doing this. We'll uh, we'll try and get on here in a, in a week and go through it again. But as we found out, scheduling between a pig vet and a business development guy can be difficult at times. Absolutely. And like you said, this is a busy time of year, a lot of stuff going on. We'll try and get together here and do it again. Appreciate the time. Thanks to our uh, audience. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you can drop me a line if you've got feedback. Uh, my email is similar to Steve's. It's my last name, johnson at hogvet.com. Appreciate any feedback you have about this podcast or any of the other ones that we've done. Um, thank you again to the folks at swineweb.com, Jimmy D and his team. Much appreciated for your help in facilitating this. And with that, we will sign off. Uh, thank you very much for joining us and have a great day. Yep, thanks, Clayton.